Welcome to episode three of Hopped on Sports, your podcast for the beer drinking sports fan. I'm Preston Grell, and I'm joined by my co-host Stephen Hislop. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hopped on Sports, where we post news and videos in regards to the sports world and the beer industry. Let's go ahead and hop into things right now. Stephen, what are you drinking tonight, man? Tonight I'm having the Kingpin Double Red Ale by Bridgeport Brewing. They're out of Portland, Oregon. Um, this is a obviously a double red ale. It's seven and a half percent alcohol by volume. It's sixty-five IBUs, and one of the interesting things is they use a malted rye and a uh, caramel malt to give it the dark red um, color that it's got. And as we were just discussing, we found out that Bridgeport is closing the doors, so this will possibly be the last one of these I'll ever drink, which is. <laughs> Kind of sad because I've had one sip, and so far I think it's one that I'm going to like. Yeah, no, uh, I've had this beer before, and I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, But yeah, no, we both learned that uh, according to uh, the internet, uh, Bridgeport actually decided to go close their doors in March. Um, So uh, distributing, you know, we're not sure how that's all going to work out of Uh, the access beer that's left and all that. So we'll have to keep you updated on that and look more into it. But yeah, that was disappointing. Anytime you see a a brewery go down, um, you know, that's one more win for the man and, you know, one, one loss for us little guys. So it's disappointing to hear, uh, but Hey, uh, we'll, we'll drink one for them tonight. You know, uh, Kingpin, like I said, it's a great beer. Um, what about you, Sandman? Yeah, (laughs) I'm, uh, tonight I'm sipping on, Inner Night, uh, the Pilsner beer that was created as a collaboration beer with Stone Brewing Company uh, that they did with Metallica. Uh, Metallica is one of my favorite beers, <laughs> beers, <laughs> bands. <laughs> uh, did they make it pretty strong? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Actually, it's clocking in at 5.7% with uh, 45 IBUs, and uh, it's a very crisp and refreshing beer uh it's kind of got a little hop to it which, i've had know, that one it does surprisingly for 45 is pretty yeah, hoppy as a uh as an ipa kind of guy i do enjoy this because it's got an it's an easy easy beer to drink uh, i you know you can knock out a few of these and not really have too much problem with it uh but all, at the same time you get that a little more flavor a little bit more hop uh in it and uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I bought it when uh, Metallica came to town back in January. Um, I bought these beers and uh, had to have a couple the night of the concert. Boy, that concert and, was awesome, too. Yeah, it was. If you I guys mean, like them, if they're ever in your area, you got to go. Yeah, it's one of those things. You know, they're not one of those bands who uh, hold on too long. Not saying that they might not eventually, but they still got it, man. They're still out there rocking, putting on one hell of a show. So, uh Anyway, cheers, man. This is a, a great night and a couple good beers. So we got a lot to talk about, so let's go ahead and dive into some NBA playoffs. Uh, Steve, you want to tell us the first little point here? <laughs> <laughs> I have not been too fond of the playoffs this year in the NBA. What, um, no upsets so far, right? No upsets. I mean, you see the seeds and they're going on. It, it's like playing 2K. You might as well just uh, put the simulator on and go to the playoffs, right? I mean, to the finals. Um, yeah, I, what really has bugged me the most about the playoffs so far was watching the game last night with the Spurs. Um, 
Last 24 seconds. They're down, what, four points? Four points. What are they, what are they doing not fouling? No. I mean, you're a professional NBA player. You've played basketball your whole life. You're down four points. They've got the ball. Shot clock's 24 seconds. They know they have to foul if they want a chance at winning the game. I mean, this is one of those circumstances where you got to know what's going on. Well, it's game seven. Everything you've played for up to this point all matters in this last 24. Win or go home. Win or go home right. is what you're at. You've got the best coach in the NBA. You I don't do. even think anybody no debates that. No doubt. I mean, that's... And it, it, well, is he better than Billy Donovan? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, R.I.P. So, Thunder. yeah, yeah. Thunder are still not in the playoffs. <laughs> but you've got Popovich on the court yelling. Oh, man. Foul, foul, It, it makes foul. me wonder, um, you know, when they're talking that play over, does he tell them foul? I mean, or does he just – he's the best coach. He's got professional players. Does he somehow have a lapse where he doesn't tell them to foul because he just knows like that before, they should know like that before, they need to foul? Yeah, before the play. I mean, you, know, you would think somebody it should be a common. You got to think someone in that huddle is yelling. That's almost like, like hey, make sure you know we got to get out there, and if we don't get the steal, you got to foul. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's it's, almost it's like not even up for debate. Yeah. So the fact that no one and they claim they didn't hear it. They, everyone was claiming that they couldn't hear Popovich on the side, which I get it loud. Last twenty four seconds, I get it, but like you would think someone looks over and sees your your freaking coach halfway on the freaking court, basically. Right. Yelling, literally on the court. All right, I'll try this third time. To me, it's like putting the kicker out on the field in yeah. the NFL. You're down two points. You got a 50 yard field goal. Hike the ball. Kicker just stands there. I mean, it's common sense. So, you kick the ball. You make the foul. So, How are you going to go to overtime? How are you going to make it to the yeah. next round? No, if I you mean, don't do something to try to get the points, you, you do not see this from a Popovich team. I've never seen it from a high school team. Well, I mean, I mean yeah. I've watched a lot of basketball. I, I believe someone actually made the comment that this is the kind of thing you expect from the Suns in like preseason. Right. I mean, you just not not a you know Popovich Spurs team right. in the playoffs. And what I mean, amazed just, me was he was so cool after the game. He just walked up, shook the other coach's hand, and uh, I I made a post on the Instagram, um, kind of went out on a limb saying that to me, in my opinion, after seeing that. There's a good chance that might have been his last game to coach. You think? I haven't heard any rumors on what what his future holds. I haven't either. At some point, now that all the guys are gone, you know, uh, Ginobili, Duncan, Parker, uh, even um, um, Kawhi. Kawhi. I mean, he Uh, doesn't have to tell any of the four of them to fail. With all these guys gone, you know. you really got to love the game to want to continue coaching just because, you know, you were kind of bound to the team because of those guys, Mm -hmm. especially the big three. Um, But now you got a young, younger team. You got some experience there, but yeah, I mean, this is one of those kind of losses that will, I mean, it'll take it out of you and you really got to fight to want to want to come back. I think I've compared Um, uh, Belichick and uh, Popovich a couple times so far in the show, but I mean, in, in in episode two, when you look at those coaches, you've got Belichick with Tom Brady uh, with some good receivers that were not really um, known of before they came to him. 
but they developed into that good player. Um, you've got Popovich with the other good players, and, and it makes you wonder, like, is it the players or is it the coach or is it the combination of both? Um, because is, is Belichick a great coach at another organization without Tom Brady? It, it just, That's, I mean, it's kind of a what-if question. Absolutely. It's, it's something you just sit there and you twist yeah. your mind on it. But Anyway, they uh, Spurs lose, Nuggets advance. Yeah, weird <laughs> fashion, but that's what it is. So now we're going to have the Nuggets and Trailblazers. I, I believe the Nuggets were second seed going yep, in, correct? absolutely. So they, yep. in, in so turn, Spurs should've... cannot pull the upset, uh, but that finished that round of the playoffs. So now we get it right into round two. Uh, Raptors take care of business, um, beat the 76ers in game one, and not to, only did they beat them, but it wasn't really much of a game. I yeah. mean, I didn't, I didn't get to watch all of it, but from uh, from what I could tell, I mean, a lot of the time the Raptors dictated the game. And uh, yeah. now there was an interesting interesting little uh, transition um, that happened here. Uh, um, Kawhi? Kawhi goes driving to the hole right past uh, Jimmy Butler, lays it in, goes running back, 76ers take a timeout, and you got Drake on the sideline. Oh, yeah. He's yelling, he can't guard you, he can't guard you. Well, is this something we're going to remember here in probably after game, let's say, six, and uh, 76ers win the series, and we're like, man, did did, right. did Drake jinx this team? I right. mean, we already know about the Drake curse. You know, if he basically wears colors uh, of a team, they're probably going to lose. I mean, just <laughs> history's on the side of the – the other team, but no. In all seriousness, uh, Raptors—they're looking good. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna say any team that has Kawhi is gonna be looking good. Yeah, he's, he's an no, animal. I mean, obviously, he, he. I mean, he's an absolute superstar. There's no doubt about it. But I, this 76 Sixers team. Oh, yeah, I mean, no, no doubt. They're they're solid. I mean, this this They've is supposed to be their talent. time. You know, they got this young young team with a little, couple of vets like a JJ Redick and everything. Come and, on. Hey, the guy can shoot the he 30. He can shoot the ball. He can shoot the 30. I so. can shoot the ball. Uh, debatable. Uh, okay, pillow. <laughs> but uh, I think this Raptors team, I think they're legit. And uh, for them to come out and do what they did in game one, I think really tells you what's going to happen in the series. And I think it's the Raptors are going to control it. So I yeah. uh, look forward to seeing what happens there. Uh, since we last talked, Golden State took care of business yeah. uh, against the Clippers to finish them off. KD with I mean, 50. KD went for 50. Basically, since KD came out and said, you know who I am. Scored uh, over 30 points like every 38, game. 38, 40, 42, I can't remember, something like that, and then 50. A career yeah. high, 50 points. <laughs> uh, yeah, KD's back. Um, I hate to say it, but, I mean, if he's playing like that, you're not going to beat Golden State. Um, there's just nothing you can do about it. He's he's obviously the best scorer in the NBA. Uh, debatable, you know. Him and you can, Harden. You can debate right now that he's the best player in the NBA, I, and I really don't know who you could say is better. He's He does it on both sides of the ball, but, but when he's in a zone, I know Harden, it's, I, I totally agree that when Harden's on fire, you can't stop him either. Yeah. But something about KD, I mean, we, we got to see it for many years when he was with the Thunder. I mean, when he's in that zone, there's just nothing you can do. Yeah. I mean, he's taller than most people. Well, and that's where I would debate. He's um, a great defender. 
I mean, that's where Harden, you know, falls off. He, well, but his defense his bank, has been a lot better. Uh, I, I would not saying much. I mean, he could literally play defense, and it's better than what yeah. he does. But so. well, okay. Before I get to that, um, KD, I think arguably yes, you could say he's probably the best player in the league. Um, I would never say that he's the smartest player in the league. Oh, his, he's big. His he's hard to guard. IQ is and he, a little different. Uh, but I'm not getting. He's into a his scoring sports. machine. Yeah. But it it you know when you compare it when you take all things into consideration. Um, you, you know, there's a couple other guys you got to look out there. Um, um, but yeah, 50 points. Yeah, it's hard to well, say anything about that. So they go rolling in to Game One against Houston. Who's and, winning that? And well, if had I not known, uh, before, but you know, tonight's game happened. Uh, I mean, I still got to go Golden State. No, until someone beats Golden State, I don't know how you pick someone to beat Golden State. I mean, it's just it's one of those things. They're, they're just the team that they've got three amazing shooters, one of the great or one's the greatest of all time. Clay, when he gets hot, I mean, he's out of this world. Then we're talking about KD, who's the best player in the NBA. So, I mean, they're, they're, you just can't beat that. Um, I think so. the Rockets are winning in six. Wow. <laughs> I think. You're so, somebody write that down. Do we got someone about that? I think that somebody Gold, get that written down. Golden State wins the first game. Um, well, so they did. Do what? They did win. Right. Rockets win the next game. Okay. So they, they split. Go back to Houston. They go to Houston. Houston wins again, and then it's just chaos from there. Wow. Technical fouls and ejections <laughs> and blood. Oh wait, no, that's not hockey. <laughs> no. <laughs> no blood. Yeah, no There's blood. Just a couple Absolutely pushes, no maybe. Now I, I do like where your head's at because. I believe that Houston really does. I mean, they're out for Golden State. They wanted Golden State. They're getting it uh, tonight. Harden talked about the calls he didn't get, which is hilarious. Oh, no kidding. Because James Harden is <laughs> complaining about not getting a call. Um, you get everything, bud. So mm-hmm. let's calm down. Well, the- Now, it is interesting strategy what they're what uh, Golden State's doing. I mean, they're really up in his grill even after he shoots the ball. And there was a couple times that uh, you could have maybe said it was a foul, but they fought through it. Uh, the refs told Harden at the end of the first half that you know that they weren't going to call it because I mean he's got a little bit of flop in his <laughs> in his uh, yeah. you know finishing uh, coming down after the shot and. Uh, I mean, Harden says, I quote, I, I just want a, a fair chance or a fair shot, um, which is, like I said, just hilarious. But uh, I, I agree it's going to be a good series. I, I think I'm going to take Golden State in six, um, okay. but I would love to see this game or the series go to uh, seven. And, of course, I would like to see Houston win, but like I, I can't pick anyone over Golden State. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I understand that. Not with uh, them playing like this. Curry, I know he's banged up. Uh, even they said uh, Clay was even banged up too. But they still go out. They still get the win. Yeah. I, it's just, it's incredible. Well, you've got uh, the go- the Warriors. I mean, they just don't face much adversity. Oh no. So you put them up against the Rockets. They're tough. They, <laughs> in my opinion. This is the NBA championship game. Um, it's kind of funny that you're seeing a one seed versus a four seed, yeah. but in my opinion, they're the two best teams right now. Um, now, listen to this. This is what's crazy. Okay, so Golden State knows they're banged up. 
like I said, Clay and um, Curry are both hurt, supposedly. Uh, and so they adjust their game plan. Let's, uh, Houston shot 14 for 47 from three. Yeah. 14 for 47. 47 attempts. Golden State, knowing they're hurt, maybe shouldn't be taking you know, uh, bad shots, they go seven for 22. Only take 22 shots. That's a, that's a good team knowing, hey, we're hurt. Let's go ahead and play a different kind of game, and they still get the win. I mean, yeah. it, it's, that's what a championship team does. And they've been there. They know how to, you know, to play these games, and they did it. So uh, kudos to Golden State for figuring it out with being banged up, I guess. But uh, I, ho- I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope Golden State loses and Harden uh, – Harden comes back and leads Houston. So, um, but we'll have to see. Um, Boston, Boston, man. Let me tell you, they just uh, brought it to them today. Bucks have looked unstoppable so far, and they've looked unstoppable, unstoppable for most yeah. of the season. And Boston has been kind of banged up and didn't know what kind of team you're going to get from night to night. Uh, they go, they go in there, and it's hunting season, and they got themselves a buck. So uh, 1-0, just like that. I don't know what to say to that. (laughs) I'm just saying. I mean, it was an incredible sequence all game. Uh, You know, Giannis, uh, there was a point one point in the game where he got blocked twice on the same possession. Yeah, by Horford, right? Yeah. And uh, at that point, I was just like, wow. I mean, he, you know... Horford's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he surprised me with that one. Horford was going to come to Oklahoma City had uh, Durant stayed. And Two, so think about that for a second. I'll screw them both. Two blocks on Giannis. I mean. Same possession. Golly. I mean, just absolutely. It back was, to it was back. awesome. It was absolutely awesome to see that. Uh, but, man, Boston, I'm telling you. Um, I know Smart went down. We talked about that last episode. Yeah, that was tough. Kind of like their heart and soul, you know, the guy who kind of really gets your team going. Um, with him being down, I mean, they still go out and get this win. So, who who do you like in the rest of the series? Oh, probably the Bucks. I I I think I'm gonna have to agree. I think Bucks are still the better team at this point. Uh, but I like the statement. I like the statement Boston came in and did. I mean, that's coming and get game one like that really show. Hey, I don't care. Still yeah. the Bucks, yeah. You know, Boston. We've been there. We 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 were you know we were one game away last year, with having two of our all stars freaking not playing, and we still almost went to the final. So well, maybe uh, this round we'll see an upset. Yeah, um, and in somewhere somewhere within the bracket. Yep. Maybe a higher seed um, won't win every game. Just to sum it up, let's um, let's say that in the four series, who you got going forward each one. Toronto, who do you got? Mm. Toronto or Dem- er, excuse me. Uh, Probably Toronto. Okay. Uh, I have to agree. Toronto. Golden State and Houston. You Houston. said Houston. Houston. Six. All right. I'm still going Golden State. Um, Boston and Bucks. I already told you the Bucks. Well, I'm just, yeah, <laughs> we're getting this on. We're getting this on record. Put it on right record. Yeah. Put it on record. And then uh, Denver and Blazers. 
Who cares? <laughs> it's not going to matter. I, I, I agree. <laughs> uh, I'll probably go Denver still. So. Yeah. Denver, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> I don't care. Well, like you said, hopefully round two is better than round one. Uh, but I think we'll see some good games. So, yeah. What do you want to talk about next? Uh, let's get in some NHL, some the hockey. NHL, so you want me to talk. <laughs> yeah, let's All go right. ahead. Um, down to eight teams, uh, <laughs> like we talked about last week, four of the expected teams are not in it anymore. Um, first time since the 60s, you're dealing with the top four seeds no, out. I haven't, I haven't looked at viewership or anything like that. What, what do you think that does? Do you think, you think I, ratings are going to be down? Um, I think it, it probably depends on the size of the city that the teams are from. Yeah. So I would think that's a big quick, factor. Four teams are lost uh, that were expected. Tampa, who, who we got? Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Calgary, Calgary. Um, you've got the Capitals, and then that hurts. Um, was it Vegas? Yeah, in Vegas. So, I, I mean, probably two of four of those are pretty big markets that I well, would say that kind of hurts a little bit. I mean, your defending champs. Anytime the defending champ goes say, down. I feel like that's a big deal, uh, unless it's just some, you know, small market team right. that, you know, was kind of a fluke or whatever you want to call it. I mean, Capitals, we both agreed. They're, they were, We didn't think they were going to lose, you know, well, at least get I, there, right? I did. Well, the only decent thing about my bracket, <laughs> other than the Blues moving through. We're I still went, talking about I your bracket. I went one for seven. I did have the uh, – I had Carolina taking the Capitals to seven. But then I had the Capitals beating Carolina mm-hmm. in seven, which is where I was wrong. Um, so I, I, it's not so much that I saw weaknesses in the Capitals because they're just, I mean, what a hockey team. Yeah. It's about as good as it gets. I hate them, but they're fun to watch. Um, but Carolina is just that impressive to me that I thought they could take them to seven and beat – and uh, not beat them, but give them a good run. And – I've, I mean, man, you look at what the Islanders did to the Penguins. Granted, the Penguins didn't have the best season. Um, they swept the Penguins 4-0. Uh, just tough. And yeah. now they're down 2-0 to Carolina. So Carolina's strong. Uh, I would say the Islanders right now are probably the hardest team to score on, and Carolina's making it happen. Um, it's just... It's going to be a fun series to watch because, you know, next game New York is coming out strong. They're going to come out strong. Their goalie, New York's goalie, has a really cool story. If you guys haven't heard that, you should look it up. Uh, kind of dealt with depression, wasn't really going to be in the league, and then all of a sudden he comes in and he's tearing it up. Um, his team supported him the whole way. Kind of clinical stuff. So mm-hmm. go check that story out. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Who, who's your team? Who's your pick for the Stanley Cup? I mean – it's it, like you just made a great point. It's hard to argue with Carolina right now, right? Yeah. I mean, they just seem like the team, um, yeah. not just because they knocked out the defending champs, but the way they're doing it. Uh, like you said, Islanders, um, they're play, playing a great defense, and then Carolina just comes in and it's just like, uh, it's, it's like clockwork. Yeah. Um, now, I'll tell you, probably who I'm rooting for, Maybe a little bias here just because you're around people cheering for him and all that. But yeah. obviously I'd like to see Dallas. Yeah, it'd be um, great. 
Dallas, you know, uh, thought thought I was going to go to my first NHL game this year uh, and see Dallas play. So it would have been kind of cool to say, oh, I might have seen the champs. Yeah. But I've been to three of their games this year. Yeah, well, I, I've, I've got an opportunity maybe this Wednesday to go. Uh, so we'll I have to talk about that later. But, well, uh, Dallas is that, – that's who I'd like to see um, – but I'll tell you another team, uh, Bruins, man. They're they're kind of they're gritty. Yeah. As much as I hate to say it. Are you picking all three of them? <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a three way tie. Uh, no. I'll, I'll, if I had to go out on a limb, say uh, say one team. Um, well, I mean, I'm just gonna go with the favorite. And I, what I, what I would say right now, and I would say Carolina. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I I just think they're clicking, and uh, could be the team uh, that were you know written off, and here they are making an incredible run. Kind of yeah. reminds me of uh, the Capitals last year. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Um, so, I don't know that I would say they were written off. I mean, you have somebody like Ovechkin on your team, and you're never technically going to be written off. But no, but the way they did it last year. Oh, they fought. Yeah, yeah. The Penguins just, had them. It was the Penguins had them. Yeah, they were dead. Um, if I had to put money on it, if I had to put money on it, I'm putting my money on the Blue Jackets. Um, they are gritty. They yeah. are nasty. Well, that's what makes the Blue Jackets versus Bruins series so good. It's a good one. That's one I recommend watching. Um, <laughs> they're going to be going at it. There will be blood in that series. Yeah. You can bet on that. Um, it's shaping up to where they're not being too fond of each other anytime they're on mm-hmm. the ice together. Any of them, doesn't matter. Um, in fact, Brad Marchand, the other day um, at the faceoff, he stepped on the stick of the guy across the uh, faceoff from him and, and broke a stick. Oh. Now, I mean, he's dirty. Like, he's a rat. Brad the rat, right? Whatever. Um, I've He's been my least – I used to refer to him as my least favorite athlete, but – with time and appreciation for hockey, I like watching him play. He's nasty. He's dirty on occasion. I don't like some of the stuff he does, but, man, he's got a lot of heart. He gets out there. He's getting older. Um, between him and Chara, uh, Chara's six foot nine, tallest person in oh, the history wow. of the NHL, and he's just brutal. I mean, you don't want to get in his path. Um, but, yeah, Marshawn, I mean, he just stomped. It wasn't an accident. He stomped his skate on the stick right at the blade and just it just broke. <laughs> and the dude, he comes out after the game. I can't remember the uh, the name or who it happened to. If I knew who it happened to, I'd remember his name. Um, he made a statement. He's like, I expect 300 bucks from him cash. Because those sticks are expensive, you know, oh, yeah. and I'm sure, yeah, he's not buying them, but he's making a point. Um, yeah, that's funny. It's just... That's nasty. That's the stuff I don't like. I mean, um, however, had the play gone on, he would have been without a stick and had to go to the bench, and now all of a sudden it's a five-on-four because he made a dirty move. Um, so he knows what he's done, oh, doing. Absolutely. He's dirty. He's, hmm. he's got experience. So um, fun to watch, not fun to play against. What, what's one thing we need to watch for uh, in the rest of these NHL or this round? What's one thing that... Um, I would say, in my opinion, um, Carolina going 
right now 2-0 over the Islanders. If they get that 4-0 lead, um, having that time to rest and heal and make sure their bodies are good to go for round three, they're going to be dangerous. Yeah. Um, I would not want to play them. Now there's the flip side of that where you kind of get into a lull and you go too long without playing and um, you just kind of lose your mindset a little bit. But I would think any team would prefer to win 4-0 than you would 4-3. Sure think. You would sure so think. I would say the most dangerous thing right now is probably Carolina winning 4-0 and having that time to rest. Um, Very cool. Yeah. Well, so uh, it's an exciting say. time right now. I got NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs going, and I mean just switching back and forth. Between, you know, watching both of these, it's it's exciting, man. I there was something else you watched tonight, wasn't there? <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring it up because if I get on the topic, I'm gonna just go off. But yeah, we're recording this Sunday night, and uh, right after the Game of Thrones. I had to get pressed and to snap out of it. I said, man, are you going to be able to record this I, tonight? Honestly, I <laughs> had debated texting you and being like, dude, I don't know if I can go. Like, I'm obviously not going to spoil anything, so don't worry about that. But, man, all I'm saying is I was just blown away. Absolutely incredible episode. And, uh, wow. So, and that's how I like it, you know. Uh, my sports, my, uh, my TV shows, uh, I like Wow. An episode where you're just wow. you sit there and you're just like, What did I just see? And it was incredible. So yeah. um Did you hear about the wreck in Formula One? No. I saw it a hundred times today. I, I don't even know I told you guys I don't watch much Formula One, so I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Um Kubica Ku, I know, laugh, whatever. Um It's a soft anyways, game. Anyways. Ubica. No. Uh, anyways, he wrecked, um, had a strong car, was looking at potentially going to be winning. Um, and this was in qualifying he wrecked, which is, I mean, if you know anything about racing, you don't want to wreck in qualifying. That's, uh, especially in formula one, because where they qualify is so important to where they finish. It seems like those cars and drivers, I mean, if you get the pole, there's a real good chance you're going to win. Um, whereas in NASCAR and the pole, meaning you start the race in first place. Whereas in NASCAR, I don't believe this year still anybody who started on the pole has won a race. So um, that's kind of a big differential factor in Formula One to NASCAR. Anyways, he got in a crash, had a good car, potentially going to win. Um, and he was just really upset. And you could see the emotions afterwards. Um, he had Lewis Hamilton. He's had multiple people come out and talk about how great of a driver he is. He actually had an injury, um, and it's kept him out of the sport for years. He went, I think, eight years without driving, um, which uh, from from the topic of conversation from some of the top drivers has been a shame because of how good he is, and you just are never going to see um, the results of what it could have been due to his injury. He's lucky to be back in the car and I think he just started in, in March of 2019 mm. back at the sport. So to see him wreck um, yeah, again, I mean, it wasn't a dangerous wreck. I mean, he, he was fine. But it's just, man, you fight and you fight and you fight. And, you can, oh, you there can goes relate, my yeah, multimillion-dollar car. You, well, <laughs> you, can, you can relate that to any, anything in sports. You see these people work their whole lives to get where they're at. Yeah. And then – fall to injury over and over again right you know right when you start clicking things are going your way and then hit an injury 
you see this too much, and it's just disappointing because you know how hard these guys are working. Yeah. And they finally think they're getting their opportunity, and then bam, it's, you know. But that's maybe that's what you know is going to define them is what they can do yeah. coming you know from that. Right. Are, are they going to be, uh, you know, the kind of guy who's going to use it and you know get better and you know come back, or, or are they going to fold and just say you know. I, I can't yeah. deal with it anymore. Well, you know, and, and so. it seems like in his case, he's been using it as motivation. And that's great. Like that's, the doctor that's what say, supposed to do. you're done. You're not driving yeah. again. And then all of a sudden, eight years later, he's got a you know a chance to win this race, and then all it's gone. Yeah. And he's frustrated. Now he has won. He did win a race, which in Formula One, if you win a race, your name your your name's not going. You know, oh, it's going to be remembered because. Oh, yeah. Just to win a race in that series is pretty significant in the racing world. Um, we'll go ahead and knock out NASCAR. Um, Talladega today. Chase Elliott won. Um, Logano, who was my hopeful. I wouldn't say he was my pick. I think I, I chose Kurt Busch and Chevy last week. Mm, I made you? a post. Yeah, we go listen to episode two if you want. I did. I, I thought that uh, Kurt was going to be my favorite. Um, did not win, but Chevy did win, and I, I did note that I thought that the Fords or Toyotas were going to be fighting the Chevys for one of the first times this season, and so it was good to see Chevy win, I guess, even though I don't really have a Chevy driver. Um, Recky Stenthouse, uh, he definitely wrecked. I mean, I don't know if I have to say that. It happens every week. Um, actually, Chevy hasn't won since 2018, I think October, November, so... It's good to see for them. I mean, at some point you just, you know, Chevy probably starts thinking, "What are we doing? Like, yeah. we gotta, we gotta do something to make this worth it." Um, we got a lot of stuff going into it. We got mm-hmm. a lot of sponsorships. They obviously want to get some wins, so um, good to see for them. But no, no. Tell us about the finish. That that's what really got me when I was looking into this. Uh, yeah, that's it's a little frustrating. A little controversy, yeah. Um, maybe from the viewer's standpoint. Yeah. Um, you've got overtime. So if there's a wreck that happens, used to be, if there was a wreck, you'd go under caution, and as long as it wasn't a red flag, meaning the cars stop, you keep driving circles around the track, and every time you cross that checkered line, it counts as a lap. Absolutely. And if they don't have the track cleaned up by the time you get back there, whoever crosses it first which was whoever was in first when the wreck happened is the winner of the race um they've changed it they've moved to an overtime system now where if you get into a wreck um anybody in the field and they throw a caution or a caution for whatever reason uh then you do a restart just like the very beginning of the race and you run um i can't i think it's two laps or a lap and a half, and then they have an overtime line. And once you cross that overtime line, if there's another wreck, then whoever is ahead at the point of impact or when the caution uh, light actually signals is the winner of the race. So you see a race that ends today without actually crossing the checkered line. Um, You hate to see it. Good job to chase. Um, I don't know. A little frustrating now, do, from the viewer's standpoint. I mean, obviously, it's not like a you know crazy finish that we're all going to always remember. Or whatnot. No. But do you think Talladega lived up to uh, the hype, or is this kind of just eh? Well, 
considering that um, for the last however many years, there's been a, a wreck on average lap sevens or average of lap seven left. There was a wreck on lap. Uh, well, there was a wreck with a wreck with seven laps left. Well, <laughs> tongue Can't twister. Spit it out. I need another drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there was a wreck with seven laps left, which fits the mold for typical Talladega. Um, People trying to make moves there at the end. Yeah, to... and you got your flying. They're going as fast there as they ever go, and one one bump sends somebody in. The, I mean, just a light yeah. touch, like a push. Just sends them into the wall. Um, Kyle Larson had a hard wreck, ended up upside down. And um, like I told you guys, watch the end of Talladega, you'll see some wrecks. So, uh, did it live up to Talladega? Yeah, it's typical Talladega. Um, I think that there's been some great finishes there. I've watched some incredible races there. This isn't going to be one for the books. I do think that if there was a different system in place or if they actually got a true restart and finished. I don't think Chase Elliott would have won the race, um, but we'll never know. So let's talk baseball. Well, <clears throat> a little interesting uh, weekend here. Uh, injury bug has seemed to have not just hit the Yankees, uh, but just touch on that. Yankees lost two more players this weekend. No so, way. Yep. I, I did not know that. Yep, two more starters. Uh, just it's current starters or typical yeah, cur- starters. Current, current starters. Okay. Um, so just, uh, just out of this world. Are they on quadruple A roster yet? I just don't even know. Uh, I'm not kidding. I'm pretty sure my phone could ring in any second, and I'm gonna be going to uh, New York to play shortstop for second baseman Jerry <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a weekend full of inter- injuries. Uh, Yutledge uh, took a uh, left with uh, some lower back pain. Uh, which is con- a little concerning. Uh, Tatis Jr. went down. Uh, Cano went down with an injury. Uh, nothing seems too significant in all those, but just some bigger-name guys. Some guys uh, have a lot of, especially uh, Yelich. Uh, you know, this guy's having an incredible season, which when I saw this stat, I about fell out my chair, okay? First, he tied Pujols and A-Rod with 14 home runs by May 1st. Okay, Saturday hits number 14. Right. However, when he hit that 14th home run, it was his first home run of the season on the road. All his home runs have come at at home. How many games? Do you have any idea how many he had at home? 27, 28. So he's clearly played some on the road. Yeah, oh, yeah, so there's 28, 20, yeah, like 28 games, we'll say, played, and, uh, yeah, he's... <laughs> At least a third of them on the road. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, something like that. We'll throw some numbers in there, but, um, and, but overall, I mean, all his numbers are bad on the road so far. Uh, <laughs> his slugging percentage, his on-base percentage, his average, everything has been down. So, um, I don't think there's an, this is going to be an issue throughout the season. I don't think we're really going to talk about it. Like being a oh he can't hit on the road, but it's just kind of concerning early on uh, that you know it's or I don't know concerning is in the room. It's just very odd. We'll just say odd because man this guy he's he's like I said we really covered last episode. He's right on pace, right back where he was going to be the MVP again in the National League, and uh, you know 
but he's got these terrible numbers on the road. So we'll just keep an eye on that. We'll kind of keep you updated with that. But the big story of the weekend is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. made his debut. We'll let you know about that last episode. Uh, didn't really live up to the hype. Friday night, it was kind of exciting. He hit one to the, the uh, warning track. First of all, the cameraman filming this <laughs> needs to be gone. I don't know if I can, if I should say shot, but uh, not dead. Yeah, I'll say shot. He deserves to be shot, not dead, but just injured. Uh, he made this thing look like it was going to the moon. <laughs> I mean, this camera angle was showing like it was upper deck, it was gone, all this. And all of a sudden, you see the left fielder jump at the wall and catch. Not not robbing from a home run, just kind of jump into the wall and get it. <laughs> Wasn't that close to going out. Uh, so that was very disappointing because I saw that highlight, and I'm thinking, oh, this thing's gone. And, yeah, not even gone. But uh, he, he hits 250 for the weekend in his three games with that 308 on-base percentage. Uh, kind of disappointing. Uh, I was hoping at least he had one bomb. But, uh Overall, the experience of seeing this kid get there, 20, year, 20 years old, um, it's going to be exciting. He'll be one to watch. So, um, But that was a big story. Uh, Albert Pujols also, we touched on it last, epi- last episode, and he moved into fourth place, but we didn't know how close he was to third place, Yeah, which he moves past Bonds. In RBIs. In RBIs. Uh, now he's sitting at third all time at um, nine, what we got a thousand nine hundred ninety seven RBIs, about to go into that elite elite club of two thousand RBIs. Yep. It just brings me back to my point that I had made a couple shows ago. Albert Pujols, man, was not only going to be maybe the greatest player of all time, but he was going to do it with such a great franchise like the uh, like the Cardinals. Who are first yeah, in the National League Central. Hot. Very hot. Um, but, man, I, it's, you're always going to wonder. It's kind of like King Griffey Jr. You're always going to wonder, like, what if? What if yeah. Albert Pujols stays with Car- uh, St. Louis? You know, what if he doesn't get that injury? And, you know, are we talking about this guy you know, breaking all the records? But I'm happy to see what he's done. Um He's a, obviously been a great face, never been controversial. Um, so, you know, congratulations. Um, but back to injuries, like we've kind of touched on, kind of the story of the weekend. Why do you think these injuries are such a problem in baseball? Oh, Hennessy. I, mean, I, I totally understand. I have no idea. I understand. They play 162 games. Then you got spring training. Then you got the playoffs. I get all that aspects. But, man, you, you think these guys are professional athletes making millions of dollars, got the best people around them, making sure that they're healthy, doing well, all this what's stuff. What's been the primary for the Yankees? Has it been lower body, upper body? Uh, it's all over the place. I mean, that's you can't even get in there. I'm, obviously, nowadays, arms are a big thing. People sure, that's why I asked. having, you know, pitchers. Basically, if you're a pitcher and you're throwing 97 or higher, you're going to have Tommy John surgery. It's almost guaranteed. Sure. It's just a matter of when. Um, but, yeah, no, injuries are all over the place there. So I can't even – every part of the body has been injured by, yeah. uh, by the Yankees. But, no, it just sucks because, you know what, I, um, next month Yankees are coming to Kansas City 
And, uh, you know, I, anytime the Yankees come close to Oklahoma, I try to go and uh, watch them play. And they're coming to Kansas City, and injuries have this team looking like a double-A baseball team. I'm not even as interested to go just because, you know, you're not going to see the big names. You're not going to see, uh, you know, Judge. You're not going to see um, – Hicks could be back. Um, there's, there's, you know, Severino's not going to be on the mound. There's, there's just a lot of disappointing things that aren't there. And, you know, you start to think how it affects a, a, a team, um, you know, attendance. You're not seeing uh, maybe fans co- go as often and things like that. So just overall, obviously we know injuries suck. Um, but I'm just curious, like, why are we to that point where in today's age with science and medicine that we still see professional athletes go down at the rate they do? Yeah, I mean, it It kind of baffles you. Yeah. Like I said last week, I think the Yankees forgot to hire a trainer because they spent <laughs> all their money so, on their man. players. But, Maybe so. Um, all I know is in high school, our Preston and I played baseball together, and our baseball coach made us stretch for about 30 minutes before every practice. Um, I think that we pretty well went injury-free. Um, I think we had one Most hamstring, one hamstring went and – that was kind of tough because it was one of our better players, but um, you know you got to take care of your body. And I don't, I don't know if you, you're a professional athlete. You'd like to think they know how to, but they've got policies in place. They've got people in place to take care of their bodies for them. So I would assume it's being done. Is it just freak accidents that are happening in occurrence to one another that? Uh, has led to the misfortune of the Yankees, possibly. Do I care? No. Let's see eight more. Well, let me tell you right now, even I, with this double-A baseball team that they got out there, uh, Yankees are probably the hottest team in baseball right now. I, I know the Cardinals have made quite the run back as well, but uh, they're on one right now. Yeah. And uh, just finished watched. sweeping the Giants this weekend and uh, looking forward to moving on, I believe, to Arizona's next. Yeah. I hey, typically I'll stay pretty uninvolved in baseball until at least the second half. Sometimes even closer to the um, to the playoffs. But I get it. There's a lot of games. A lot of people. I love baseball. I play way, baseball. But, I watch it, um, but watching a whole season, it, man, it's a yeah, lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'll tell you, buckle up because it's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting season. But uh, Steven, how's your beer so far, man? It's good. It's it's still pretty good. Yeah. It started good. It's still good. It's still Still tasting good, huh? I'm sure uh, it'll be good in uh, two weeks if I could still get it, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Like I said, I'd, we'll keep you updated on that, what we find out. I had no idea, man. I would recommend it, but something tells me it would kind of be <laughs> rude because I yeah. don't know if you'd be able to get it. Exactly. If you uh, live in Tulsa, though, I know a place you can, so reach out to us on, on uh, Instagram, Hopped on Sports. Yep. I'll let you know where we got it. Well, uh, we might be doing something like that, maybe suggesting best liquor stores around here or something like that, something we can put together to any of our craft beer fans out there who want to get out there and try some of these beers that we're trying. we let you know where it's at, where yeah. to find it. And I think that. more so it would probably be um, the breweries and the liquor stores, but you can get uh, – it just depends. If you want the experience, you go to the brewery. If you just want to try the beer, you go to the liquor store. Right. Um, but, yeah, this one's this one's good. I haven't had many red ales, so. Welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, so, NFL. Um, obviously, we had the draft this past Thursday. 
Um, you know, noth- nothing absolutely crazy besides the whole Giants debacle. Not true. What? Janice Kowski announced his retirement. Just well, we were getting it there. Well, getting but there. you said nothing big. That's not true. Number one, he's huge. <laughs> yeah. Number he's two, relevant for about five years, but uh, yeah. he still kicked a sixty-three-er though. He's got the record, sixty-three yeah. yards. Uh, but yeah, no, that is crazy. I mean, made more money as a kicker than any other kicker in history. Yeah. Um, hey, you know all the talk about the draft and the and the kickers we just talked about here. You know, Vinatieri uh, went undrafted. <laughs> There you go. I mean, th- this is, they posted the thing today showing hope for the guys who go undrafted yeah. and it just goes a free agent, try out on the team or whatnot. The arguably the best kicker ever. Oh yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. I don't definitely. know if it's even a debate. I don't, yeah, I don't know and, if it is debatable. And he didn't get drafted. No, that's know? crazy, man. I mean, obviously a lot of people get written off, um, you know, because too small, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, but you know, you keep fighting. You put yourself in a position, and eventually, you know, it's gonna pay off. And like for a guy like Vinatieri, it did. So yep. all those guys who didn't get drafted, keep working, and you know, maybe you'll land. Did somewhere. I say Vinatieri? So, yeah, I'm talking about the guy that kicked for the Patriots. Vinatieri. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Calm down. My name's in my memory. You know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I said, draft was this past uh, past Thursday. Uh, you've seen the rest of the draft unfold this past weekend. Um, I think some teams got, you know, loaded up, um, ready for a run this year. Uh, a couple standouts, uh, DK uh, Metcalf signed with the Seahawks. It was a kind of an interesting thing. Of course, this is the freak, the genetic freak oh, man. that we saw uh, posted everywhere, shirtless, looking just like a bodybuilder. Chiseled. Uh, and he signs – Size of the Seahawks, and uh, it's a big deal because you've got Doug Baldwin, who they're saying may not play again. Yeah, in fact, the Seahawks traded up to get DK Metcalf mm-hmm. because they're looking at Baldwin, going, he might be done. Yeah, he's and had some injuries that are that are looking like uh, might be the end of the road for him. And you hate to see that. You hate to see I these love guys. Baldwin. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I had him on a fantasy championship winning team yeah baldwin helped kind of get me there so yeah. he's he's He'll always have a special spot in my heart but uh uh no interesting pick because you know I, i've heard a lot of a lot of interesting things about dk metcalf uh you know they said his uh shuffle time with the cones and everything yeah. was about the same time as tom brady uh meaning this guy Slow. is not going to be a route runner however him running that fly, him, uh, you know, running some pretty simple patterns. He's going to be a, a force to reckon with, right. uh, to be reckoned with, because he's a big athletic guy who, I mean, go up and get it. So mm-hmm. uh, it'd be interesting to see kind of what happens there. Well, when you get athletes like that, you just want them on your team. I mean, yeah. Um, I w- before I came over here, I was watching ESPN, and they had a thing with Julian Edelman on it talking about his draft and, uh, how he was getting to the point he didn't think he was going to get drafted. And then all of a sudden, uh, Bill Check calls him and goes, hey, we want you on the team. He goes, we don't know where we're going to play you, but we know you got it. So, And then all of a sudden, he's just an animal. I and think it's tough to de- determine, uh, you know, when you're evaluating a guy. It's like, 
do I want him because he's a freak athlete or do I want him because, you know, he's going to fit our system. He's going to be, he's yeah. a great player. He's all the, you know, and I, it's just, it's important. If, if what I heard correctly, um, how that stuff's evaluated is like, you can't just, uh, athleticism, you can't just draft early on. You can't miss, your early on picks, you miss, you can set a franchise back years. Years. I mean, yeah, I agree. years. And so those athletes, that you see those guys get drafted later because they are such good athletes. You're like, I can find a place for this guy. This right. guy, even if it is on special teams, whatever it might be, this guy is obviously good enough to strap it up in the NFL. Yes. We're going to give him an, an, an opportunity. So, uh, But I, I like to see how this Metcalf thing works out because I, I don't think he's a number one. Um, no. I don't think he's that kind of guy who's going to be, you know, week to week. You're just like, oh, I'm just play after play, but I do think he can make a some big of an impact, especially with um, the Seahawks. Yeah. I mean, they've and obviously made receivers out of these right. guys, like one of our fellow classmates, Tyler Lockett, yeah. who I think his value just totally went up, right? With Baldwin leaving, I yeah. would say so. I don't think uh, maybe not his literal value, but his importance to no, the team exactly. is going to skyrocket. Yeah, he's absolutely. already in a contract, and – he won't get any more money, just even if he's the number one. Not um, yet. But, it, you know, with time, who knows. Um, but his importance to the team is, is he'll be he'll be the receiver, you know. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, there will be a couple others that get plenty of touches. But um, he's been important to that franchise, and obviously they've been important to him too. Um, I would think that if Baldwin leaves, he's going to get a lot more attention. Um Probably you'll see some double teams on him just because he can be so fast. Um, I don't know. But anyways. Well, did you speak – what? Did you see that uh, Rob Gronkowski's brother liked one of our posts today on Instagram? Now that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris, his older brother, Chris. Yeah. Hey, so, appreciate the love. We'll yeah. show you the love in return. If you're uh, listening, send us an email. Yeah. on sports at Gmail. We'll get you on. <laughs> we'd love to have you we'll make room for you now but the also, family i was gonna say we, so you told me about this and this absolutely blew my mind so go ahead and let the viewers know oh yeah he's uh well i mean you've got rob chris glenn and dan they've all played in the nfl these are brothers um and then their older brother gordy he played in the mlb so <laughs> could you imagine that no i mean <laughs> Oh, you just old dad have five kids, no big deal. Five professional athletes. Something tells me he's doing all right. Yeah, uh, I would say so. I think you're you write that off as a uh, as a W for being a parent. Uh, no, that's incredible. Obviously, genetics is just something that is just so important. Doesn't make doesn't make or break the athlete. Right. Um, I think mindset can be just it, as important. Uh, it obviously puts you, you know, in a better position. I mean, there's obviously no doubt about it. Size is always, yes. Size, well, not just size, but just Depending every, on I mean, the like, sport. No matter what I do, I'm never going to throw 98, you know. That's no. never going to happen. Right, you just can't. Some people are born with it, you yeah. know. And it's just how God made them. So, um, genetics, man, it worked out in that, that family. Yeah. So. so, who do you think won the draft in the NFL, teams-wise? Who do you think got the best in the best deal? You know, it's tough because I was looking at, I was looking at 
you know, who went where, whatnot. And I just think this this draft was kind of all over the place, and I just don't know, like, what guy is going to be the standout next year. Because yeah. I saw an article earlier um, that talked about how overrated um, the quarterbacks in this draft were. And here's the thing I say about this, even about my boy Murray, is some of these guys, they're either going to be great or they're going to be duds. I don't, I don't really think there's much in between here. Uh, I think Murray's either going to work with the NFL or he's not going to work. Well, something tells me he's got somewhere to fall back on if he doesn't work. <laughs> well, yeah, if someone will have him. but Yeah, no kidding. Uh, okay, you had your chance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, to say, uh, man, I don't know. I mean, we, we saw uh, – I think the Steelers won because they don't have to deal with Antonio Brown anymore. They don't have to deal with Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown. Um, now you just got to hope that the problem wasn't Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Well, and then or Roethlisberger, and just go from there and start rebuilding. I'll tell you one team that maybe wishes they did more with the draft. Uh, to some circumstances that have taken place that maybe we should have led with because it's a pretty big story. Uh, Hill, Tyreek, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Uh, oh man! I mean, you know the the audio uh, yeah. surfaces. Well, we talked about this before the last episode we filmed, yeah. but it was so fresh and so yeah, quick exactly. That we there didn't wasn't even, a lot of info on it. We didn't want to talk yet. about it because it was all and new. So now we're looking at Tyree Kill. Possibly, I mean, if this comes out and I mean they want to go ahead and punish him, he might be gone. Well, not just gone out of the NFL. He might be. Gone, I mean, like, he might out of some, society yeah, for a little yeah, while. He might do a little time. Um, I, yeah, I don't know, ex- have any idea yeah. what kind of punishments get come and from this. I'll tell you what, if it, if it's it is... It's a bad look. Yeah, if what is being said is true, uh, I don't want to support an organization that no, is okay well, with putting up with so that. Because this if, is how I see that, yeah, because I, I, I totally agree. And I think they did right by what they did I with agree. releasing Hunt. Last time. Absolutely. And now you got Tyreek doing this. I mean, if if anything but like real concrete stuff yeah. comes out with this, he's gone. Yeah. You have Absolutely. to. I mean, you now, can't. It, I'm, I'm more so saying on the league than I am the team. Yeah. As the well, team standpoint, the team it's sure. a heck of a lot harder for yeah. the team to let go of Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill than it is for the league to tell him, hey, you're not welcome here right. anymore. Because he, I'm, I mean, is he the best receiver right now? I mean, I, I know you can't. He's, Jones he's and, definitely. He's in, my, in the top three. In my opinion, he is definitely the biggest game changer. Yeah. I mean, I mean he, he takes one across the middle. He could be gone at any point. You don't want to throw one up to him at the end of the game in the end zone, which yeah. is typically no, what you're saying exactly. your best receiver right. is. But he is an impactful player. Now, I want you to think about this from a Chiefs standpoint. As a fan. You're losing everybody. Let's, just, let's say from a fan standpoint. You're so excited about the future because Mahomes. Yep. This guy is obviously he's got every tool you need, and he can lead a franchise. I mean, clearly. However, you just lost Hunt. You might lose Hill. Right. I mean, that, that's just that's two big blows. That imagine right. all the jerseys that have to get thrown away. Yeah. Gosh, I mean, it's just that's a tough spot because the the Chiefs had done some great things. I mean, they traded got uh, the defensive tackle from uh, the Seahawks. Um, which I had his name yeah. I completely. No, I, I know. Who but they're I, I saw. they're doing good things, 
But like with this Hill thing, I, I mean, do you, do you think they wish they maybe have taken a receiver? Nah. No. You take a you take a quarterback like Mahomes. He can get the ball into anybody's hands. So you're you're, you're willing to think you're, you're willing to put his name up there with you like a Brady. You like can't same draft meaning. Brady makes everyone on the field better. Yeah, I would absolutely put. I go that out category. there. I'm probably going to catch three passes for 53 yards from Brady because I, I would put. He's going to put category. me in a position. Uh, but Mahomes, I mean, if Mahomes could be that kind of guy, yeah, they're going to have some freaking success there. Um, you can't make your draft picks based on if you got a guy that's going to begin in legal trouble at the time. Do they know about it? They probably know about it a month before we know about it. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I would say it's silly to to go, uh, well, Tyreek's a troublemaker. He might get in trouble in the future, so we're going to get a... Uh, we're going to get a backup wide receiver or, or uh, somebody that we think might need to replace him if he does get in trouble. You can't do that because then all of a sudden your defensive line, your offensive line, they're not as strong as they could be. Um, but, yeah, I would say they didn't necessarily make a mistake unless they already knew that, that audio um, had been released. Then, yeah, probably you want to look at a receiver. But that's you know, with that's- with Mahomes, I think, I mean, he's going to get the ball in the hands of whoever's out there. There are plenty of guys that are sitting at home, not in the league right now, that are good enough to play with Patrick Mahomes. It's hard to argue. Now, I'll tell you, there's no reason to watch the Super Bowl this year because Browns have already said they're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, you know what? Um, The Browns are playing (laughs) – this is kind of interesting. The Browns are going to be playing the Cardinals on Heisman weekend. So you're gonna have the two Heisman, the previous two Heisman Trophy that's, winners playing I, each other. I didn't on. see that. That's yeah. interesting. I like that. Yeah. So they'll play the day after the Heisman ceremony. Now, to be more specific, Greedy Williams, the Browns' second round draft pick, hasn't been in the league for four days yet. <laughs> hasn't, hasn't been said. Yeah, Browns are gonna win the Super Bowl this year. So I, just book it. Just go ahead and book it. We don't need to play. Uh, Baker, you know, MVP. Super Bowl champion. Yeah. I like the sound of that. Let's just go ahead and leave it at that, right? Yeah, just like the NBA. Just simulate to the finals. <laughs> Obviously, we'll touch more on that once we get a little closer um, because I, I don't know if I'm ready to say they're quite that elite yet. I think they've got a little bit more proven to do. Uh, but I like the moves they're making, that's yeah. for sure. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, let's go ahead and hit our best and worst of the week. Uh, Steven, what's your best moment of the week? Oh, man. They're having a, a, a golf tournament in Branson. It's over now, but um, it was at the top of the rock. Um, and Kid Rock is just just the coolest guy on the planet. My I mean, name is Kid <laughs> Careful, we don't have a license for that. He calls his shot. Did you see the video? I haven't seen it, no. He, I should pull it up for you and show you, but he calls his shot. He, he's sitting there. He's got a long shot, and he goes, that tree, I'm going to hit it over that tree, and then I'm going to bring it back in. And he has a cigar in his mouth, so you can hardly understand what he's saying, but you know, and, oh, man, he called his shot, and he just hit it perfect. 
And then he's seen, he takes a beer out of a, of a spectator's uh, hand and just drinks the beer. Oh, yeah. He's just having the time of his life. He's with Larry the Cable Guy and Justin Timberlake's there. And mm. there's some cool videos oh, yeah. that came out from this weekend. Um, keeping up with that, watching that was probably my best. Um, other than I, I don't want to be too repetitive. I could... My best is always going to be the NHL playoffs. The hey. fact that I get to sit at home for four hours a night, six hours a night, and watch playoff hockey, that's the best of my week. Every week there's playoff hockey. But with the exception, Kid Rock, what an incredible dude. That's awesome. Um, my worst, we've already touched it. I am just so disappointed in the NBA. I, I went the first 15 years of my life. I never watched the NBA because I didn't care. I kept up with college basketball. Um, then I kind of started getting to the NBA once the Thunder came to town and um, kind of changed the way that I watched basketball a little bit. Kind of got more. I watched both college and NBA, and now I watch primarily NBA. Um, I've been an NBA fan. I've been a Thunder fan. Um I have been a playoff basketball fan, a big-time playoff basketball fan, and I, I just can't do it this year. And it's not because the Thunder weren't playing well. It's just I haven't – one, I haven't felt it. I've been well, watching the hockey so intense. Um, and two, it just – the matchups haven't been very good in my yeah. opinion. And so that's the low of my week. The worst of my week is just the basketball has just been awful. Clearly, um, Golden State has something to do with that because they do, and when, it's sad when, you, when you're just like, eh, I know who's going to win. I mean, Silver Adam Silver, he's going to have to do something um, as league commissioner. I believe that's still a commissioner, yeah. but he's going to have to do something about um, maybe not unmonopolizing the league yeah. and players, but he's going to start to lose viewership, and that's when you're probably going to see new policies, new things start to come into play. Well, I don't care. I mean, it's business, right? Yeah. If these guys are willing to do what they're willing to do to play for less money to win mm-hmm. championships, you know, the other good players should have done it too. Exactly. Um, it's kind of like capitalism. But, I do agree. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and watch the Warriors just beat everybody by thirty points and, and they've showed weaknesses, so I would say they're the strongest team, but Well heck, you've um, got Houston and six, so I do. obviously you think I do. Um, someone's catching up, but but I'm just that's my low, yeah. my worst. Is, I got you. Is just the the NBA, just in general, watching well, those games. My uh my best moment of the week uh, had to be Vladimir Guerrero Senior, watching his son get his first hit. So they had a camera on uh, pops up in the uh, press box, uh, probably a nice little little suite, uh, watching. And every time something would happen, they'd flash to him. Oh and yeah. <laughs> finally. Uh, uh, junior rips one for a double, gets a second. Yeah, they show dad celebrating in the box, and it's just, it's a great moment. You're yeah. just thinking, man, my, you know, not to get too sentimental, but it's like, God, you know, my little boy, yeah. you know, here he is. He's, he's arrived. He's a major league ball player, and he just got his first hit. And so. he just hit what would be a triple if he was a fast runner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he weighs, you know, 230 pounds and, you know, can hardly move. But What are you trying to say? <laughs> well, for professional athlete and who the, what i heard was he's 40 pounds overweight is what, what they're saying <laughs> well he looks it so oh yeah he's not, not holding it great but hey like i said you drop bombs it doesn't really matter no they're gonna find a place for you to play and uh he's doing just 
just fine. So, um, my worst of the week after watching all this football, all these uh, all these tapes of what these guys did in college for the draft and all that. Now everyone's got their picks and all that. It's no end football season so far away. My gosh, I was just thinking, man, like. Can can it be here already? It's almost half a year away still. Well, not four or five, four or five months. Yeah, which, which is, just, is almost yeah, half a year. So long. So uh, it's it's like a lot of work up for n- no finish, and that's very disappointing. And uh, I I wish it was coming sooner. But when football season does get here, I think we'll be uh, pretty excited because there's going to be a lot of a lot of things to watch on this season, both college and professional. So, yep. But uh, anything else to add? No, I think no. Uh, that's probably it for this week. You guys, don't forget to run over to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Like us, all three of them are at Hopped On Sports. Um, we've also got the email mowing. Um, what, what's the email? Uh, hopped on sports at gmail.com. All right. Wait, I can't believe we were able to get the name for all those. Like. It just worked out well, but yeah, I yeah, know. guys. Let's just uh, we we want to hear from you. We want to know what we can do better. What you like? What you're what you're drinking? Uh, we just want to hear your voice. So let us know, and uh, we'll see you Friday for episode four, and uh, we'll keep you updated with everything going on. So thanks, guys, and we'll see you Friday. Y'all have a good week.